Hello, everyone. Today, I have an interesting episode for you. It's kind of funny because when you like run your own podcast, you can kind of talk about whatever you want to talk about. But I promise today, even though today's episode, I'm relating it to girlfriends or like if you're a dude and you have a girlfriend or you are a girl and you have a boyfriend or whoever you like, whatever you like, it's all good. He, him, her, they, theirs, whatever it is. Even though I'm talking about that, I also am relating it back to marketing. So stay for the end because I promise you there is a point here, okay? But what I want to get at and what I want to talk to you about is a lot of times when we're dating people or when we start to become interested in people, we kind of start to date the same type of people. And, you know, what I mean by that is that a lot of times it doesn't work out for a certain reason with one person. But if you don't do some work within yourself, you are going to continue to date that same type of person. Like, let's say you're dating your dude and you're dating Amanda and you and Amanda just aren't getting along. And it's not that you fight often. It's just that you and Amanda are just not as compatible. Things are going okay. They're status quo, but you just kind of fade out and the relationship ends. If you are looking for that zest and that spice and something different, you have to work on yourself first in order to find that within somebody else. So a lot of times what ends up happening is you start to go back to what it is that you were used to because it's comfortable. It's like that comfortability. You know what to expect and maybe you go back to Amanda because you know what to expect. You know what she's like. You know how she acts. You know when she's mad how she does things. You know when she's happy what she likes. You know how to cater to her. And you also know how to push her buttons. But it's predictable. You know what you're going to get. What I call certain types of girls or certain types of girlfriends is a girlfriend in a box. And, you know, this is a space that this is my opinion and these are my thoughts and you don't have to think them, but you're listening to them. So I'm just going to tell you them. I feel like what I'm going to deem this or I'm going to call this is girlfriend in a box. She is predictable. She's nice. Everybody likes her. It's like when you tell somebody that you're dating, let's call her Ashley, the new girl. You're like, yeah, me and Ashley are dating. They're like, oh. Ashley, oh man, she's such a nice girl. Same like, you know, you start dating Dave and people are like, oh, Dave, yeah, he's such a nice guy. What makes her a nice girl? It's like, oh, she's kind to everybody. You know what to expect. Like what I call vanilla. She likes steak. She orders a salad. She gets a red wine. She is predictable. She's vanilla. She's normal. She's regular. She has a great job. She tidies up her house. She folds her clothes. She watches Netflix. She posts pictures of her wine. Am I sounding just like, you know, annoyed right now? And here's the deal. Maybe my thoughts and my feelings around this annoyance are because maybe I wish that I was like Ashley. Maybe I wish that I was fucking normal. 
maybe I want to be normal and I'm just not. And maybe for a long time, I've been trying to fit myself into the business in a box, the girlfriend in a box, the wife in a box, the mom in a box that's curated, that you know what to expect. That's what societal norms tell you that you should want and do. She gets a nine to five. She works a great job. Everybody likes her. She's really nice. You live for the weekends together. You guys just hang out, go to dinner. You have a surface level relationship and you have vanilla ass sex. That is the American quote unquote dream, right? You date for two or three years. You get engaged. You plan the wedding, you get married, you buy the house, you have the kids, you work and you save and you get retired and then you live your life. And you want to know what? That's amazing. That is a great fucking life. That is an awesome life. You want to know what? That life is what a lot of American Americans, bleh, a lot of what Americans live for. But then there's the others, the not the girlfriend in a box, the risky one, the one that you're like, oh, damn, she's kind of out there. She's got an opinion. She's kind of sassy. She's kind of hot and cold. She's kind of a roller coaster. Wow, she's really driven. She works a lot. She has a lot of opinions about a lot of things. Not so sure about that. Hmm. She dresses like that. Oh, that's interesting. Or, oh, she's kind of messy. Or she doesn't do things the way that everybody else does. She's the risk. And I think that I'm the risk. Now, I'm married. But it takes a very secure person to take a risk with somebody like me. Because the Ashleys and the Amandas of the world are predictable. You know what you're going to get. Now, there's things that make them different. Of course, they have different jobs. They have different hobbies. They like different things. But you know what you're going to get. And you know that your parents are going to be real happy when you bring home that Ashley or Amanda. They're going to say, oh, she is so sweet. Now, when you bring home a Hillary or a Francesca or somebody a little bit different, they're like, ooh, <laughs> well, okay. What's gotten into him? Are you okay? Is something wrong? I don't know about her. We're the risk. But what ends up happening is you get with those Ashleys and those Amandas and your life goes on. And it's not terrible and it's not bad, but it feels like you're missing something and you don't know what it is until you meet a Hillary, until you meet a Francesca, until you meet a fucking badass Stacy and you're like, bitch, this is what I needed in my life. But you just can't picture what that would look like because they're unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to get, but you know that you want that. It takes someone so secure in themselves to say, 
yeah, I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it. And I don't care what anybody else says. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I'm going for it. And what that allows you to do is you to realize and take a bet on yourself and disregard what other people are thinking and disregard what everybody else says and disregard the opinions of others. It's you saying, I don't care what societal norms tell me I should want to be with. I don't care what people think I should be with. I don't care who I think that other people think I should want to be with. I'm going to be with her. I'm going to be with him because it's what I want. That takes an immense amount of growth. And you're probably listening to this and you're like, is this a fucking dating podcast, Hillary? Like, what the hell is going on? No, this ain't no fucking dating podcast, but it is a podcast that I run. I can tell stories and give examples around things that I want to talk about and that I want to give examples about. How does this relate to your business and marketing? Oh, wow. I'm so glad you're thinking that. I'm so glad that you asked. And I want to reiterate the fact that 90% of the girls out there are Ashley's and Amanda's. I mean, maybe 95%. And you want to know what? A lot of them are my friends and I love them. They are amazing. They are consistent. They are constant. I know what to expect. I know when I go into a store, I'm like, oh, they would like this. They would wear this. But if I go to a bar with my girlfriends, or I go to a bar with Ashley and Amanda, I don't look like them. And I'm actually not that exotic. Like, I'm not that out there. (laughs) I mean, I got a couple tattoos. I have green hair and my septum pierced, but I'm not that out there. And this isn't a podcast about your looks. It's about your demeanor. It's about your personality. It's about how you present yourself. It's about what you like. And what you like is not a bad thing. But if you are not feeling like yourself in your business, if you are not feeling like you are able to be your true authentic self and you are letting other people dictate who you are and what you say and how you present yourself because they say that's what people like, then you are going to not be able to sell in a way That's going to make you the most amount of money that you possibly can because when we are trying to be somebody we're not, it's the fastest way to burn out. It's the fastest way to not align with clients that we desire to have. It's it's the same thing in relationships. If you are constantly trying to morph and transform If I was trying to constantly morph and transform into a normal girl with a regular job who wants normal things, who is just like a good, nice person, I think that I'm pretty fucking nice, but I got some quirks. We all do, but not really like everybody else. And for so long, I wanted to be like everybody else. I would literally, you guys, I'm going to admit this. I would literally look at myself in the mirror when I was like 
19, 20 years old. And I would be like, I want to be like her. And the her was like that Victoria's Secret model with the blonde hair and the green eyes who was tanned and just looked normal. You know, normal on a scale of like, she's hot. And I didn't want to be her because that's who I wanted to be. I wanted to be her because I thought that that's what everybody thought I should be. I was constantly trying to morph and transform into what my mom and dad wanted. I was constantly trying to morph and transform into what I thought the dudes that I liked wanted. And it just made me lose my goddamn mind. There was a while there that I got lost in the abyss of motherhood. And I thought that I needed to be a mom a certain way. And I needed to mute myself so that I was looked upon as a good mom. Who defines a good mom? Who defines that? Who wrote that rule book? Who decided, Hillary, this is what a good mom looks like. This is what a good mom does. This is what a good wife does. Nobody, nobody fucking tells you. If you're a good mom or what a good mom does or what a good business owner does, except for you, if you feel like you're being a good mom, you are. If you feel like you're a great ass business owner, guess what? You are a good ass business owner. But like I said, the fastest way to burn out of your business is trying to be somebody you're not. So do not mute yourself. I want you to think about what are the things that you love? What are the things that you want to do? What are the things that you want to talk about, that you want to tell stories around, that you want to implement in your day-to-day life that make you, you? And I want you to start gradually doing them. I did this. And one of the things that I love is I love sports. I love sports. And I was just not going to many games. I was only going to Packer games. I mean, go pack, go the love of my life. That is in the form of an NFL team. Love the fucking Packers. But I was just not making it a priority. And then I said, fuck it. I'm going to games. I'm booking the trip. I'm going to the football game. I'm going to the soccer game. I'm going to the basketball game. I'm watching the game. Whatever game it is, I'm there. Invite me. I'm there. What else can you interject into your life that's going to set you apart? And I think that over the last year, I've done a lot of growth and a lot of transforming in a way that people are like, oh, you're different. Nah, bitch, I ain't fucking different. I'm myself. I'm done trying to be the Ashley and the Amanda. I'm done trying to be the girlfriend in a box. I am not the business in a box and I sure as fuck ain't the marketing strategist in a box for you. I am me. I have my own ways, my own framework, and I do marketing different. Stories are the lifeblood of your business. They are the heartbeat of who you are and the reason why you wake up every single morning and do what you do. They are the reason why people connect, why they buy, and why they want to continue working with you. Your tips and tricks and your educational content are great, but those are a dime a dozen. Your stories are the only thing that you have that nobody else does. It takes some depth. It takes some growth. It takes some, hmm, is anybody going to like me type of mentality? It takes, uh, he's probably going to break up with me if I step into who I truly am. Okay. He ain't for you. It takes some 
growth in the fact that you might not be or have the clients that you want to have because you are going to be doing things differently than all the other businesses out there. And what that's going to allow for and what that's going to open up for is to you being so happy and so confident in your life and your business because you're never going to wake up and have to put on a facade. You are going to wake up and say, I am with the person who loves me for me. You are going to be able to wake up and say, I am running the business for me. I am doing this so authentically myself that I want nothing more than to show up for myself and for my business. Okay. That's the message, you guys. That's the fucking message today. Girlfriend in a box, business in a box, marketing in a box. I ain't in the box. I'm fucking out of the box. Are you?